one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Hey Bus Driver podcast. This is Chelsea Wilson. And I'm sitting here at ASBO with a group of transportation professionals. Um, we got Jason Nelson. Jason, say hi. Hi. Michelle Parmalee. Hi. Chad Brinkley, everybody knows and loves. Hey. And Patrick Fleming. Hey. So go ahead. You she want- nailed it. <laughs> I mean, at least, I again, I thought that Chad was starting his own podcast calling it the Bus Driver Podcast. I am. So, uh, that's fine. You want to I'll start listen, your own Chad. podcast? Like, I, yeah. Or, what would it or, be about? Or, or we just change the name of this one. No. <laughs> so many options. I, I literally had like a list of probably 30 names for this show before I settled on this one. You should have went with the Bus Driver Podcast. I was going to call it like the rusty chariot or something like that <laughs> even better God, what? that's awful i just want to know how many episodes have you been doing with me and you couldn't nail the name when you, got you know jason episode. have you thought of, maybe i didn't want to nail the name <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be invited <laughs> back Continue maybe it. maybe i wanted to change the name it was a challenge for me yeah to do better okay. i i Nailed host it. the bus driver podcast you host a bus driver podcast what's the difference Chad's only has one episode. The. Yeah, just H-E-Y. Three letters. It's the only difference. And one was gold and the rest of them were silver. Well, I think Chelsea did a pretty good job. No, she nailed it. Great job, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was going to, like, hyperventilate there for a second, but you nailed it. (laughs) I did run out of breath. (laughs) I'm not as winded as you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like Chelsea said, we're here at uh, Spring Conference, so we'll Spring ASBO Conference uh, up here in Laughlin. So uh, ASBO, for those that don't know, is the uh, Arizona Association for School Business Officials. Is that what that means? <laughs> I thought it was Arizona Association for School Bus Organization. No, there's a lot of people here that are not just transportation, so See, like I, school business. Now, what is it again? Arizona. Association. Okay. For school business officials. Oh, damn. So we have superintendents here, we have procurement people, we've got maintenance guys, IT people, food service. Um, I don't know if I'm missing any others, but there might be transportation, maybe. Transportation, well, obviously. Thank we're, you, we're, <laughs> we're noted here, yes, for sure. So um, Arizona can, Association. For school business officials, I think. You want to write it down? On the, one of those pieces pe- of paper, doesn't it say right there on that notepad? Yeah. <laughs> we, have no- we have notepads? <laughs> They're pre-printed and everything. What are Wait, these what for? What does that say on there? They this, handed hey, them out in class so this today. Says, this says Wait. ASBO. This is Arizona mm-hmm. Association of 
School business officials. Isn't that what I just said? No, you said four. I mean, oh, well. you did. Oh, four. Oh, four. Patrick's not coming back anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's not Thank- an acronym. <laughs> yeah. You know. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you for pointing that out. I didn't feel like I wanted to because I didn't want four. Stoop to um, their level. Hey, no hey. Those three-letter words are hard, right? Of is two. Well, four. You left out four. What you left out. No. So well, we had a we had a good day of precon today, and so just uh, we're bringing in Patrick. Was I think Patrick was two years ago that you were on the show at TAA, and it's been that long. I feel like it has been yeah. two years ago. And then Michelle, you know, you can tell your story about how you hate me, and uh, tell it. I can't know. wait right now. Yeah. Did you want to hear it right now? Yeah, you should share. We'll we'll exchange stories about how we. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that could be a whole new podcast. We'll just, the, we'll, we this hate, will be the podcast. We hate the Hey Bus Driver podcast. What episode, what episode is this? WH. This will be 54. So episode 54. How, how many have you been on? Michelle and Chad Hate Jason. That's the title. Oh. I think Chad's been on like at least 20 of them. I've been on more No, than way that. more than that. I think so? I don't go back and listen to them. Is that bad? Is it, Chad yeah. has nothing better to do <laughs> than to be on a podcast. Yeah, I mean, sort of. He's got a day job. <laughs> that's my dream come true, Patrick. <laughs> If, first... it, if we could monetize it, you could probably quit your day job. Oh. Well, I big ja- big daddy Jack's beef jerky here today. I've been waiting for them. Yeah, that's the first time that they've <laughs> made an appearance. Nice plug. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Soon we'll yeah. have the website going, and he'll start cranking some money out, real yeah. money. Then he can start sponsoring us. There you go. Nice. So yeah, so uh, Patrick's up in Flagstaff, and Michelle's the new director out at the uh, district in Tempe that I left. So. Congratulations! One week after I got there, hey, I mean you can tell a story if you want. But. Tell the story. Come on, I want to hear the story. <laughs> Do you know the story? And be be nasty. <laughs> uh, be mean. Oh, mean. Okay. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. Confused for a minute. I had to I had to clarify that for yeah, you. Thanks. Um, so my little backstory is I've been in the business twenty three years. Started out as a bus monitor, then a driver, then secretary. Worked my way up, and I worked for the same director for. 19 years you're doing god's work (laughs) Uh, doing god's work for 19 years with the same guy my marriage didn't even last that long but how my relationship with him lasted that long i'll never know so he probably didn't shut up the whole time patient woman (laughs) he talked the whole 19 years so So (laughs) through taa i got to know jason and i kept telling myself i really want to work with him like i feel like he's so forward thinking he i mean and obviously so handsome, but I mean, I just really wanted to work with him. It's a nice so, plug. I paid her for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Jason. Oh, okay. Jason. Oh, I was like, who, wait, who? So right, a supervisor position opened up at Kyrene and I said, Ooh, so I, I reach out to him and he goes, you'll never leave Kissel. I said, no, no, I think it's time for a divorce. And I said, if I ever were to leave Eric, I would go to work with you. And he said, put in your application. I did. I got the job. I worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. He comes in my office and he shuts the door and he says, I have bad news. And I go, oh my gosh, I'm fired already? I've only been here a week. (laughs) He said, no, I'm leaving. And I said, oh, well, it's close to four. So yeah, you should probably get out of here for the weekend. And he said, no, Kyrene. Yeah. He broke up a 19-year relationship, and he gave me That's five days. The grass wasn't snaky. greener, that huh? It was, you know, 
And you know what? That's how it usually happens, right? Yeah. Oh, Break yeah. up a marriage. Yeah. The guy's like, come on over. Wait, you'll I love it. Like you'll I never told leave. You that you'll I was never going through oh, a hiring oh, process. You'll never leave here. Be no. for, it'll be forever and yeah. they're like see ya yeah. reverse the, psychology the, yeah. oh gosh, the minute the brutal, minute Jason. I break up the relationship He's nearly out. lost a 20 year okay. friend <clears throat> this it's is almost, it's almost so like mad at me he was so mad he didn't speak to me I gave he him he left my... his district in great hands though true it's he, almost like and think a, about it you wouldn't have gotten this I mean you would have but you you may not have fast track this opportunity Stepping that you stone. Have in front of you so I might not have however I wouldn't be this busy I wouldn't <laughs> be this overworked I wouldn't be sleep deprived yeah all sounds be- like parenting all because Jason <laughs> just the thrill of the chase that's all he cares about you know about. what that's all he cared about was the conquest yeah was it he took a woman away from a man she had been years. with for 19, 19 years 4 days for it's like days. it's like you show up at his door with your boxes. And he's like, mm, yeah. "This ain't gonna work. None of these I'm leaving." Yeah. Okay, in fairness, brutal. And she was telling me that she was too chicken to put in for another position that was open in the East Valley, and I said, "Oh, the gloves really come should. off, right?" Wow. And so, I feel like I mean, again, I feel like you, a, I feel when like you a work with somebody right under twenty for twenty years, you learn so much. But why wouldn't you want to have an opportunity to step out from underneath them and like spread your wings, and learn? Right? I mean, Patrick, you were. How long have you been at Flagstaff? 17 years. Okay. Do not listen to Jason if he calls you. <laughs> no, well, Patrick, well, I'm not Patrick's mov- I'm not moving way in. up. I'm not right. moving in with Jason, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, mean, I don't recommend I, it. I do think he's handsome, but, you know, I'm not, not moving well, in. Well, after this that. podcast, nobody else should either. <laughs> They'll know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was really just that encouragement of getting out there and giving you an opportunity to do something. And I... Again, I did call oh you ahead gosh. of time and say that I was interviewing. I didn't say with where I'm at now, but I did say that I was going through the process with you another district. You told me you were interviewing with another district. Which is which was true. And then told me you turned it down. <laughs> which was true. You know, it's t- exactly. It's, it's, it's like you're not kill right now, I'd be dead. Okay. It's, so. it's typical male behavior. See, he twisted that to you. Mm-hmm. He twisted all around that it's your fault that you went. He yeah, did everything like right. But and look, what a great opportunity you have now because you of him. must have a long-lasting relationship if you know all of this. But no, I've been, I've been through three long ones, so that's why I know. Okay. That, yeah. And, okay. He's about to get in the fourth one. <laughs> no, I've only been married twice. Oh, so you're in the only? third one. Yeah, only. You're good, but you're going to get married again. If she's lucky. <laughs> yes. I think yes. Subject. yes. Courtney, if you're listening. Well, yeah, Courtney, call us. Wow. <laughs> Should we have a live line? There's a phone right there. Phone on the a wall. friend. <laughs> she's well, she's busy. She who's can't. on the line? Courtney. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Surprise. Courtney's been on the line the whole time. <laughs> Just like a morning uh, drive time talk show. <laughs> so, so, Michelle, now that you are in the position that you're in mm-hmm. talk to us about like some of the some of the differences maybe in um you know your new role versus being the supervisor knowing what you went through in the last year right you kind of you had to dive in get your get your hands dirty and learning really again that drinking from a fire hydrant right all the kind process and everything from a supervisor level but now how does that apply to what you want to do as so a director start after the recovery from the trauma. <laughs> well, I'm uh, to be honest, I'm still recovering. Oh my god! I'm yeah, sorry. I, this is a lifelong. Do you go to therapy? I do twice a week. Cost me a hundred dollars a session. You owe her. You owe her. You owe her two hundred dollars a week, dude. Yeah, beer's cheaper. Yeah, I can't tell you all the. Yeah, is your therapy at the bar? 
Yes, oh. it is. <laughs> it's just why it's a hundred dollars a time. Hundred dollar tab. Fair enough. So the transition, I think for me, my idea, you know, I've always wanted to be a transportation director. So for me, I always wanted to be the working director. And I'm not working as a department director right now. I'm doing district office things. I'm in been put in 100 committees of which I know nothing about. Um, I always want to be in the day-to-day. I want to know who's not here today. I don't want to just be director and, you know, with title. I want to be there. And I'm... I'm hoping that I'm just um, being fast-tracked right now and it settles down a little bit and I do get to do that, but I have meetings for eight, nine hours a day and they task me with things to do, which is wonderful, but then I don't have time to do them because I'm in another meeting and it's, yes, it's drinking from a fire hydrant and I'm still trying to teach the new supervisor that replaced me his position while I'm doing my new position, while he's training another dispatcher to do his position. So yeah, lots of challenges, but I'm hoping after budget season, I'll I'll kind of slow down a little bit. And, yeah. and Jason's off living the high life Yeah. While, you, while you're working. Yes, thanks for pointing that out, Chad. Well, I work a lot less, that's for sure. That's so. what I just said. And I yeah, work a lot more. She's <laughs> yeah. killing herself over here, and you're like, ooh, sorry about you. I mean, in fairness, I really, I did want to stay. And it just, I, there was no, oh God, there was so no, there was no end in sight for what we were working with, right? W- so Michelle, would, I really wanted this to he, work, but I just, you it know. It wasn't a me and Michelle you, it's issue. Me. It's not I you, it's me. Yeah. It was definitely a me, a me issue. That's a whole nother bag of worms that we can address another day. Yes, yes. But yeah. you, but you like where you're at now. You like what you're doing. I do. Doing. I like it. Um, you've I already like, been promoted since I you have. came over. I have. No thanks um, to Jason. You've been promoted. Actually, thanks to Jason. Actually, I wrote her a raving hey, hey. letter. I did too. <laughs> I used. Chelsea's. Oh, you asked people for. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> Chelsea's was worded far better. Weird. I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> I definitely wrote it. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah. So I have. I was. So I started. In September of 21, correct, as the supervisor. And then as of March 1, I was the, I got the director job. So Patrick, as a lifetime long member of a transportation director position, you got any words of encouragement? I, I'm not a lifetime <laughs> member. I, I'm just a lifetime, lifetime member of the transportation department. Of that member, department, right? yeah. And, um, you know, from my perspective, I... I'm looking beyond kind of my own borders right now, so to speak, just to kind of see how other people are doing things because there are things that we've just been doing since I've been there and not everybody does things the same way. So there's a little bit of, you know, I learned how to do it this way, but maybe it's not the best way. So um, Do you have an example? I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have an example? An example. I well, would like an example. Yeah, so um, I, I actually have started visiting other districts to kind of do what I call a shadow day, uh, where I'll spend most of a day with another director uh, who's been around a while. Um, for instance, my department in Flagstaff, uh, we have, I'm actually looking to get up to three dispatchers. And I went down to Higley, very similar size as far as number of students, number of routes, number of schools. Um, they've got one dispatcher who works a split shift. And a lot of the jobs that my dispatcher does, 
are on somebody else. Like you talk about a trips coordinator. I don't have a trips coordinator. I have a dispatcher who handles all of that, right? So um, it's, it's interesting to see how other departments do it, you know, how other districts do it. Um, I, I've looked out and seen other districts that have their routing kind of broken up, you know, one router never touches the maps. There's only some, you know, one person that ever touches maps when we're talking about routing software and things like that. They call them customer service managers or something like that in different places. But they kind of each, they segregate out those jobs. And I was like, what do you mean you never touch maps? I'm editing maps. I'm importing students. I'm routing students. That's back when I was in the routing position. Um, <clears throat> and we still do our routing that same way. But, you know, again, if you don't look outside... You don't see that other people do things differently, and you can't find those things to improve. And even in those conversations with somebody else where, you know, I'm actively looking for ways to improve, but at the same time, we're having conversations about how I do things, and that might trigger an idea of somebody else. I really like that. I mean, why reinvent the wheel when sure. we all have the same end goal, get kids to and from school, to and from home safely. Um, so, yeah, reaching out and networking is huge, and a lot of, like, districts around the state mm -hmm. could learn a lot from what you're doing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like I said, I, I started there, I started training there in 2005, so I haven't been to any other districts. Now, sometimes, you know, at events like this, you can network and kind of find out what people are doing. These are perfect events for that, yeah. But take it one step further and do like a full day immersion. Um, totally different experience, you know, because you don't have, you know, the distractions of, hey, I got to go talk to, especially Chad. Like he's got to go talk to another client. He's got to go talk to another customer. You know, um, my bus order is in, so he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. But, you know you he's take, not disagreeing you, yeah he's not disagreeing, <laughs> not disagreeing. Like, you know um man i've never even sold you a bus and you already know how I <laughs> but you know that that's kind of what i mean about like that what i call the shadow day that immersion day you know where you do get a chance to see how other people do it and you know i should have done it sooner but you know as soon as i started we had a pandemic and everything else you know and so i'm kind of playing a little later. bit of catch up yeah. You know, on a little bit of that. So. One of the things that we found are that we ended up sending our dispatchers on a tour through like a couple of the city's 911 dispatch offices just to see like how they operate. Right. They're super quiet. They I mean, they're they're jamming. They've got a lot of stuff going on. But we wanted to set up our dispatch center with multiple screens and headsets and, you know, kind of like keep it quiet. Right. Everybody has their own little workstation. You work your own radio. You work your own. You know, again, with the routing piece, we had a west side router, we had an east side router that changed over time to where everybody was just kind of doing something. But I think it helps when you can see other departments that have figured out some creative ways to over, you know, to overcome man manpower challenges or whatnot. I know that you guys had we had gone to when I was at Kyrene, we went to a split shift dispatcher that only worked during the school year when the drivers were on. Right. What else are they doing? They were really weren't doing anything else um, or make being productive, really. So we save some money and change their position. Now their their plan has changed and they want a full time dispatcher. They can figure out how to, you know, keep them busy or or 
however, but it works out, right? So, again, I think we heard earlier today um, kind of the same mantra, right? Not one plan fits every district, but it's cool to go and be able to have that opportunity to go see what other people are doing, especially some of the bigger districts. You know, again, Higley's similar to Flagstaff, but, like, when you go look at what Mesa's doing or Chandler, and I think that's what I like now about my role is that I'm not so focused on just one district. I can go and see how rural districts are doing things with, you know, in that one man or two man band type, you know, mentality, right? They've got to drive, they've got to dispatch, they got to supervise, they got to branch, they got to do whatever versus going and seeing some of the bigger operations and then figuring out like, okay, that's a really clever idea. What, you know, somebody like Mace is doing, how can I take and build some sort of curriculum or a plan that works and can apply to more of the smaller districts so that they can take advantage of some of, you know, some of those features that they, that they figured out. Yeah, I came from a much smaller district, and they had a dispatcher, router, field trip coordinator, all in one. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't broken out, and, you know, they were growing at that district, and, you know, we pulled a driver in that wanted to, at some point, be in the inside in the office and trained her, and now, though she doesn't get the benefits of being the 12-month position, she does get to work the summers and stuff like that. So they had it broken out with... Uh, special needs dispatcher router and then regular ed and field trips so when I got to um, Kyrene I said I mean and their dispatch is set up amazing far pretty dope uh, yeah I don't know courtesy who, of me I was, <laughs> oh my god Michelle why would you tooting his horn you're you know he, what, what, he what, just what? texted me and said I'll give you five dollars if you say something <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay free drinks later <laughs> yes. okay okay well because I was like why are you like he did all that to you and now you're like oh, Jason's great I really I had five bucks whoever was five going, bucks I get it whoever was going to step into the role was going to be set up with some you know eight years worth of a pretty good setup right? yeah it, it's it's pretty good it's better than the, you know, begging for two monitors in my yeah, previous district from my dispatcher and having to write an entire essay on why I had to justify two monitors for a dispatcher. <laughs> so. Didn't you tell me you also, like, sent drivers over to, like, see how they, like, get people on and off, like, prison buses? Isn't that what you – didn't no. you tell me that? That's not you? I did That's see a prison bus podcast. at one of your competitors. That was pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty cool idea. I mean, when you think about like the cages and the handcuffs. Yeah, we've the, yeah we've we sold have a few. several really of keep them. Kids right in their seats. You, I was so. gonna say, are you suggesting that for the kids? <laughs> okay, who texted you and paid you? <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen have you ever seen them get those guys on and off those buses? It's no. orderly. Yeah, it's kind of like the preschoolers when they got to hold those little colorful chains as they're getting, you know, walking around. <laughs> Use prison bus for. Little chains, that's horrible. You've never seen it? No. no uh, never seen go it. hang out at a school one day, and you'll see these kids literally like holding a color string that keeps them in line. And you can't take Sometimes your hand they have off like, the you know, little hoops, yeah. and, uh -huh. you know. They actually tie it on their arms so they're like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, people. I'm kidding. Oh. It doesn't really happen. He's not kidding. Ankle chains on. Yeah. Walking them off the bus. So how are you guys doing on like... Um, drivers i think you're actually probably considering that you're so far from each other you're pretty close in pay i think you're in, what 19 uh we're starting at 1950 i believe uh, so i mean as far as pay it's okay for the area but it's you know considering all of the things that you have to do and take care of and sure 
keep an eye on all the kindergartners and make sure they get on and off at their correct stop with the person they're supposed to get on and off the bus with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the pay needs to be higher, but I think that's kind of the that's same. Substantially it, come up <clears throat> since before COVID, right? So um, it's come up a bit. Um, you know, it, it's when I started driving, I want to say it was around $12 an hour. So to come up, you know, $7 in 17 years. Yeah, I think we were like 15 or 16 before 2020, like the beginning of 2020. And then you guys are what, 20? 2053. There you go. With no experience. We. He says we often. See French? <laughs> we. That really irritates my supervisor. Anyway. Work on it. Yes, I should. But. But yep. I mean, our you know our staffing is I'm still not, team Kyrene. Not where it was. <laughs> they don't pay me for that. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. Yeah, yeah but, when but I start... we're still back. Not you know the 2018 levels. You know, um, the pandemic did us no favors as far as keeping staff and things like that. No. It just when I started in this industry and when I became a bus driver, I made eight dollars an hour. Wow. Yeah. It's a long ago. Wow. Uh, she's going to throw something in. <laughs> Man, that was like an awkward <laughs> silence after that <laughs> dig. Like that's, there's certain yeah, good things. Times. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, Patrick, like we've ago. been having like crazy weather storms. Obviously, the rain doesn't necessarily affect us, but you want to talk about some of the, the craziness that's been going up. Have you had weather up in Flagstaff? Oh, Patrick, oh, yeah. I saw a, a picture that went around of a I thought I bus. did, too. I was going to say, wasn't that Flagstaff? That was Flagstaff, yes. Tell uh, us about that. Thing. It wasn't a driver fault. No, uh, right. yes. Right, right. Yeah, so in this particular case, um, because of all of the snow that had been on the ground and then rain, um, the, the culvert had actually, the metal pipe had actually been I don't know, washed away out from under the road. So there was nothing holding the asphalt in place. Uh, driver drove across what normally would have been, you know, a culvert, <laughs> you know, covered with asphalt. And the bus went from um, 17 miles an hour to zero miles an hour in like nothing flat. Wow. Um, the rear wheels of the bus went through the asphalt. Um, and then over time, it continued to erode and fall away so that had it not been one of the longer buses um it would no longer um would no longer be upright because it would have rolled right over oh, wow. uh, it basically was held uh at the rear it was held by essentially the the length of the bumper at the rear and it was almost up under the front tires in the front so i think uh, that's the picture i saw and my first thought was if it was an ic it would have cleared that uh. <laughs> Well, they weren't trying to jump it. It wouldn't have been totaled. (laughs) Although I will admit that when I first saw it, I was like, that driver did not try and drive through that. Please tell me that. That's that's not what happened. Not what happened at all. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's our, that's our rain and wet weather recently. We, uh, I, I believe we had 13 snow days this year and two scheduled on the calendar. So. Uh, they've had to get creative about how to recover minutes as far as the state goes, because in Arizona it's seat minutes. Um, so they've canceled pretty much every early out that we had scheduled. Wednesdays and Fridays we had alternating early outs depending on grade level. Um, so they've canceled that for the rest of the year. Um, 
and and those aren't the only closures. We've had other you know additional closures of schools for various other reasons, such as no power at the school, such as due to the storm. Uh, um, some was due to a storm. Uh, the other was due to they didn't pay the light bill. They yeah, the bill. yeah. Um, I, last week we had one school that the entire community had no water. So um, water bill. The 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 school was still open. They delivered water and and set up you know porta potties for the school. But it's and the kids yeah. are like, oh seriously, can we please just go home? Like right. we have to use porta potties too. Well, <laughs> they didn't move everybody yeah. to a virtual learning option. I was gonna say, what did they say in the yeah. first class today? Just keep them till eleven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so it counts. So yeah, you can count it for the day. But in this particular case, you know, like I said, the entire community was out. So anybody who was on the community water system. A lot of people do haul water in that community, but anybody on the community water system also had no water. So, I, you know, you kind of made that decision. Well, I didn't make that decision, um, but the decision was made to continue to operate. Um, they brought in cases of water and, like I said, porta potties, and you know, they made it through that particular day. And it's, you know, it's it's a challenge when your district is that big. Or as big as ours is because um, you know even though I visited another district that had a similar number of schools a similar number of students they, they travel you know they have a 24 square mile footprint and we have a 4400 square mile footprint a lot of us ours is rural and out of city limits so it, it makes a difference on you know how dense the students are how, how many routes you have to run and things like that so well, and you guys got to deal with fire season and flooding in earlier in what was that July August uh, you know um, I think I think I've said probably to one or two of you in here that uh, the the only thing I have left is for one of my buses to be um, hauled off by a, um, a UFO <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope no tornadoes we have had a few touchdown up there but uh, yeah UFO I'm done <laughs> so how much how much snow has Flagstaff had this year I I don't even look anymore. Guess. Just stop counting. I, I, we were at like the fifth highest snowfall level in, I don't know, since they've kept track That's as of like the end of February or something like that. Hmm. Four, good. So, a couple, so a couple of feet. Yeah, a couple of feet, yeah. <laughs> okay. Inches, yeah. maybe. <laughs> no, yeah, more than a couple of feet. I mean. That was a joke, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know with you anymore, Chad. <laughs> His face is too serious. It always is. Always. Is. Yes, just that. Straight face. Do so we do this from now on? I'm like, making a joke like, oh, so like you a, know. Like a drum set? Yeah. You can tee him up. Yeah. <laughs> tee him up to hit fast, or softballs. I hear that I hear that often. I have really good friends and family. Like, I don't know if you're being serious or not. Like, No, I'm joking. Maybe you should work on it. I should. I don't know. If your whole family says it, I mean, I don't maybe it's you. They, they'll get over it. They're stuck with me. What are they going to do? So, Patrick, the last time I think that we talked, you were, <coughs> we were you were maybe just in your first year of student tracking on the bus. You guys were implementing mm-hmm. uh, Synovia. Is that correct? We do have Synovia in place. Yeah. So, a couple years later, talk to me about how that's now working and maybe, you know, not to roll anybody talk badly or anything but just some maybe some learnings that you guys have learned about and maybe some things that you know for the people that are considering like the other director that's sitting in the room that hasn't done it 
what would you do again and what would you avoid the next time if you were to go to maybe another district that didn't have it so um probably one of the things that um when the contract comes up again i i might consider uh, switching the tracking from rfid to barcode um Part of the reasons that we looked at RFID as far as the tracking cards um, were from a safety perspective, from a securities perspective of the students and not, you know, not having somebody be able to um, just find a card and go, oh, I'm going to track little Susie because she looks cute or something like that. Um, there, there are ways to kind of work around that. Um, the the system allows you to you know generate a, a code for the parents to use um, what we were trying to avoid um, which we didn't need to try to avoid but we didn't know better um, was you know sending a card home or sending an email home that said you put in Susie's last name and you put in Susie's school ID um, they do have a way of using a different ID so you can you know auto generate those it can be a random character. Um, email those to the families and, and they can use that code in order to enroll their students. So that was part of what we were trying to avoid um, by going with the RFID because they, the cards that we got had a 16 digit character on them mm -hmm. or a 16 character uh, code. Uh, so as far as the security part of it, um, that's no big deal. Uh, the company really already has that built in. Part of the reason, I think the main reason we went with Synovia versus any other vendor is everybody who did a presentation to us said, we're going to sell you all of these tablets. They're going to cost X amount of dollars and we're going to support them for one year. And that's it. You're on your own after that. Um, and long term, the cost was actually higher when you're buying those tablets because some of those companies tend to charge a little bit more. Um, with Synovia, they, it's a lease. So for the five-year term of the lease, they cover the replacement of that tablet. And then they come out and replace it when they're basically um, up. And we went through, what was it, the 2G, 3G turnoff. Um, so because of that, they had to upgrade to the newer tablets anyway. Um, and actually, because pandemic, the whole switchover, uh, we actually got a better deal going through. So uh, for us, that actually worked a little better. Now, from the company standpoint, they've been going through some, what do you call it? Growing pains? Growing pains <laughs> growing being pains. acquired by Calamp? Uh, yeah. Uh, so they were acquired by uh, another company, Calamp. Um who also, uh, th they also do the car tracking, the car theft tracking, but they spun low that. Jack. The low jack. Uh, but they spun that off because apparently it, it didn't fit with their, you know, with their business model. Um, some of the things I really like about uh, Synovia is if you can get all of your parents signed up, you're able to send messages to, the group of students who are assigned to that route, hey, the route's running late. Um, and you can kind of get ahead of it where, you know, if a parent's just looking at the app, they're, you know, they're not necessarily going to see 
that that bus is going to be 10 minutes late to me kind of thing. Is that an automatically generated email to the parent that the bus is going to be late, or is it relayed through dispatch and dispatch sends out the... Uh, dispatch does it. Okay. Uh, in, like in our case. school messenger? Or... Yeah. Um, well, it's directly through the Synovia app. So you have the Synovia website up, and you can just go in and send a message to you know, either the itinerary or the bus, depending on how you... you uh, or you can send it by school as well. Mm-hmm. Um so for us, that's a pretty cool feature, but, you know, I, I can look at it and go, I know there's 100 kids assigned to this bus, although I know 30 ride on a regular basis, and there's 10 recipients. I think you can even message by bus stop. I haven't I tried like, that. I feel like Josh has showed me that you can, like, dial it all the way down into, you know, so let's say that there was, like, an accident that was preventing a drop off at a specific bus stop you could actually like rope just those 10 kids or five kids that get off at the specific bus stop and just message them rather than sending out a message to the entire bus that's possible i don't know if it's completely accurate but i feel like it is we we had this in my first district we had this and then when we i went to my second district we implemented it down there not synovia but a uh, a different vendor and if the the problem i think I don't know how your district is, but if you don't have a hundred percent buy-in from the administrators, it's it's a waste of money. No well, pass, you, no ride. You, exactly. You, and yeah. we, we in my previous district, we did that. We gave them a two-week. Um, the first two weeks of school was not a hard cap. The as soon as that third week started, of course, we pick everybody up in the morning. But if they did not have a pass when they got on the bus in the PM at their school, they did not get a ride. We didn't wait for them to go get a temporary pass. We didn't wait for any reason. You do not have a pass. You cannot get on the bus. And if you don't have the buy-in from everybody. You do. You have to have 100%. 100% buy-in. It has to be 100% compliance and it has 100% to be, of the time. Yes. And it has to be consistent across the board. Mm-hmm. And, and it can't be. You know, they could go get a temporary, but ours were used for the library the bus and for the lunch tickets. Mm-hmm. So they scanned that card every time they went to sure. one of those places. Yeah. Like just choked on myself. <laughs> Sorry. And and I agree. That's 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 probably burped and coughed. I thought you were making fun of me. I'm like, no, that's a great plan. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was actually just sitting here thinking like God, wow, dude, she is leave so her smart alone. all the experience that she has. What a perfect person to take over as a director stop here's your money jason here's your money (laughs) (laughs) text me some send me some money i will say though this was a project that i was working on at my previous district which was kyrene okay i was trying not to say we (laughs) that we were working on i was trying to say yes from my previous life um that we, we were working on. We were so close to kicking it off. We had piloted, uh, I think, four or five units on mm-hmm. across different buses, open enrollment, some of our, you know, more, like, challenging routes just to, you know, create that buy-in and, and make sure that we had specifically answered every single question that we potentially would get at a board meeting or from parents or anything like that. And from the aspect of I I don't know if this is true but I feel like Synovia is one of the only ones that offer that subscription based model right where 
you're paying a fee, right? A monthly fee. This is what you get, mm-hmm. right? And that I think is beautiful because if they're upgrading their technology, you're just it's yeah, right just, with it. Yeah, he was just saying. Patrick was just saying that. No, you, I agree. You guys got to upgrade mm-hmm. from the two to three G, and if you bought the tablets, I believe your last district went through this where they mm-hmm. wanted you to pay for to, the upgrade. Well, that's yep. why he kicked them. That's why he kicked them out. He's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's talked about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he's completely happy with what he has Absolutely now. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, so you know, there's a price to price to pay to play, I guess. You know, but I, I guess to stand your moral high ground and say like, hey, uh, you know, I don't feel this is right. I mean, quite honestly, we we had GeoTab um, GPS units, and we were getting ready. I think you did. You guys go through the three G phase out? Yes. Already, yep. so there was a cost associated with that, and it's like. There's okay, well, that's not we our had... problem that uh-huh. you guys are phasing out this technology. Why are you all the company should be eating the costs and sending me brand new units to put in my bus? I'm paying you on, you know, for the district. Which is, is the beauty of someone like Sonovia. No, I 100% no. agree, yeah. but I, you know, I don't want to talk them up completely because I know that I feel like I I've said like, I didn't say more and more about since their buyout or their acquirement that their customer service side has really kind of tapered off quite a bit because it's no longer this mom and pop feel of hey we have this issue i can call somebody local they can come out to my district and you know work through the issues that i'm having you just basically get in line with the rest of you know the world that's that's like every industry anymore yes there's no such thing as good customer service no unless i am your rep (laughs) can i request another one yeah, please. God, please request who do, that. Who do I talk to to request that? I will. Uh, get I with will me tur- after the show. We can I will turn it in for you. Will you? Yeah. I'll make so, it. I'll handwrite it. One of the things that we found, though, is, you know, today in our sessions, they talked about, um, you know, mechanics in the shop being involved in, say, camera installations in our GPS uh, systems uh, and things like that. My shop doesn't have time for that. You know, um, I've got I've got one person who does deal with the cameras. I've got a different person who deals with um, our Synovia systems. And, you know, if the system is down for some reason, um, you know, that one person is checking on them. Now, if it's more than just trading out the LMU, which is the brain, right? Um, you know, if it's a cabling or a wiring issue, then, you know, then the shop does get involved. But if it's if it's just, say, the LMU or something like that, or the tablet's gone bad, um, I do have one person that does that. He's also my router. He also he also <laughs> makes repair. the student he also <laughs> makes the student IDs. No, I have a whole a whole slew of people that want to do C repair. Um, you hear that? Want to do it? I have people that want to do it. They're just not good at it. Well, <laughs> I, I yeah, I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> They can't even check their email, so I'm not worried. But, yeah, you know, so, I mean, that's – you, you kind of have to have that one person that's dedicated to it that that is involved in it. And that one person, along with, you know, say that management team, has to have the buy-in because nobody else is going to have the buy-in if the management team doesn't have the buy-in. Nope. Um, in my case, uh, we actually utilize uh, Sonovi as our time clock for – a handful of drivers which i think is beautiful who start you know they they start 40 miles away from the district so that you know they they get on their bus they clock in that's do they take the it time. home 
They do, yeah. Nice. I wish it would go a step further, and I think the technology is coming the more the more that people ask, but make it like their personal work device, right, so that it's they check their email from it, they do their Medicaid sheets from it, they clock in, they, you know, some of the other stuff. I know it's not there, but I feel like in the next five, ten years, it could it could get there to where it's like, hey, it's as simple as carrying around my phone. That's just another thing that gets assigned to me. Well, this particular iteration of tablets um, is locked down a little bit more than the first generation that we had. Um, and they do kind of lock, you know, they do want to lock them down because for that fixed fee, they are covering, you know, your cell connection and things like that. So you've got your real-time GPS, you've, you know, you've got diagnostics if you can drill down and are able to read that correctly. But you also have, um, you know, driver data such as hard braking and all of that kind of thing if you choose to look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, but if if they were all paid from that, they'd probably all clock in on it. They'd probably all utilize it, you know, <laughs> every day. Um, but I did, you know, honestly, um, you know, I noticed that one of my drivers who does come in from out um, – wasn't clocking in and I was having to go pull the GPS data for the bus in order to get the clock time. Um, and I went to uh, the guy who does those and said, Hey, can you check on it? See if there's something up with the hardware. Well, one checkbox got moved or something like that on the hardware and um, he was able to re-enable it. Now it's back to working, but that's one person that kind of knows that hardware through and through. So in, in my previous district, like I was saying, the buy-in has to start at the very top. Absolutely. So when, you know, we get the calls from the principal, I couldn't print a temporary pass. I'm out of ink or, or whatever. No, call yeah. mom. Or yeah. you guys have the ability to take them home. But, and then when they would get upset and angry, they would fire off an email to the superintendent. Well, if they're not on my side, they know why we have this technology. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, and, and, if you, and if it doesn't start up there, it's, it's a waste. It's a lot of money. And it's just, it's a waste. Yeah. So, but I, I love the idea. Yeah. I love it. So Arizona, you know, being Arizona, uh, I know there are other states that uh, districts are allowed to charge for transportation. So if a student doesn't bring their pass to the bus in the afternoon, they don't get on. And there's mm -hmm. a reason they don't get on. It's because they haven't paid. Yeah. Right. So um, in Arizona, we don't have that. Hey, you didn't pay for your, your privilege of riding the bus our rules are a little different than you know the other but state but you know that's we have in my previous mm. district site-based management so that uh -huh. was up to them to manage mm. if they didn't if they lost their pass mm. and they needed to ride the bus and they didn't want to create a temporary every day they got charged five dollars mm. it doesn't matter if their parent didn't have it they didn't ride the bus yeah and then there I were some the nice thing about making it other car like another card right a library mm -hmm. card a lunch card right you know, student activity card, whatever that is, because now it's not just a transportation card. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying that that's what, you know, and then we have some schools that would pay for the $5 fee out of their PTO money, mm. but you had to have it and or you scanned into Synergy, a temporary pass for that person every single day that lasts one day. Mm. So you can't continue to use that temporary five, six times. Yeah. You know, and of course that's only in the afternoon at the schools. We pick everybody up in the morning, sure. but. Yeah, when well you don't have a pass, you don't get on. And some school, we only had nine schools in that in that uh, district, but some schools bought in, some didn't, and they argued every day with, I don't have ink for my printer, or 
Um, my secretary's not here today to scan it. She's the only one that knows how to do it. No. I feel like Josh, maybe you saw this, but Josh prints theirs and then they, like, they manage it all in house and they just send it through the drivers back to the school somehow. I think. Does that make sense? Like, they have the printing machine and so, like, a kid loses it. So it goes, the request goes back to transportation. Mm -hmm. They print the card and send it to the school. So that way it's not a site based issue. And I think that's one of the things that quote air quote we were working on was to try and make sure that transportation owned 100 percent of if we're rolling this program out then we would want to make sure that we're removing any barriers or external barriers from whatever excuse right hey we got a new secretary and they haven't learned it yet right okay sure we'll we'll take care of it on our end and i think that's where it's nice to have somebody whether they're your router or you know, a bus driver that gets a few extra hours a week, you know, doing some of that type of stuff. So, And that's where, you know, the benefit of using the barcode is, if you're using the barcode readers. I, I understand they have some issues uh, sometimes depending on where the sun is. I was going to say, how they, much, in the valley, they fade. <laughs> how much how much glare you have, mm-hmm. you know, in the afternoon and, and uh, <clears throat> you know, whether or not you're able to read that card because you've got so much glare coming off the card, you know, based on windshield uh, and all of that. Um, but that's the benefit of the barcode reader because it doesn't have to be a card that comes from transportation. Um, and pretty honestly, those cards that they print at the school are either cheap or free Yeah. because, um, they're done by the, um, in our case, the, uh, the school photographer, the photography company, Mm -hmm basically throws it in it's part of their student id package right so um they don't charge for those because they're they're a really really cheap piece of plastic versus you know a card that can cost you two i almost bucks. feel like you just print it on paper i mean i know that's what a temp probably looks like but. no they're the temp we had a, a reader so they had to read it it was they had to read the rfid oh to get on so the the temp so i card guess that's where with a barcode right i mean yeah. that's kind of what we were doing when we were piloting it was like we don't really want to buy all these cards and right. in case they lose them. We'll just print them on stickers. I don't know what she's doing over there. Chelsea, we're in the middle of something, Chelsea. Can you please? Are you bored? Oh, gosh. She's bored. Busted. TikToking? <laughs> no, yeah, she's just trying you? to be like Chet. You know, put her on the spot and then she'll be like, well, huh, what? Uh-huh. Well, I'm just there trying to figure out, like, Why we, is she laughing? You, you, have, you have RFIDs? You have those at, at the we trust? We did when I was at there. The, oh, oh. In his previous district. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. You keep saying we. We this, we that. I thought you guys had these at the trust. Okay. Sure. You had a key yeah. card in and out. Okay, well, thing. this has turned into a Synovia episode. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> brought to you by Synovia <laughs> and Big Daddy Jack's Beef Jerky. <laughs> Good I, well, plug. I'm glad that you, because, yeah, let's just segue out of it. I wanted to say that I attended a EV event out in the East Valley. Nope. Put on nope. by. Next. Oh, yeah. Nope. Put on by. I want to talk about it. The green, the green oh, power that. bus was out there. I thought there. we were going to, like, do the typical, like, Chad. Driver pay, COVID. Oh, I, okay. See, I thought he was going to do SB 1630. Wow. Oh, and I thought he was going to do the typical, Chad, you're so wonderful. You put on a great event. Well, Everybody Michelle, it you. was a great event. Great event. So you thank you. It. I had a meeting. I couldn't. I have so many meetings. They I were can't. going to one. You could have made it. I, no, I, I tried. Well, you missed a good one. Who put it on? Chad. Who planned for it? This one right here in 
I am going to tell you, it was not a dumpster fire. He was top notch. Absolutely not. uh, I showed up with water and cookies. I did my job. So when you plan your wedding to Courtney, it'll. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bring the. I'll hook the barbecue on the hot dogs and hamburgers. (laughs) Bring some hot dogs and hamburgers. We are your people. Yeah. But talk to us about that, right? I mean, you had a couple, a few districts from the East Valley. The idea being that, again, right? If you think about your time driving buses around to show them right Having so like so yeah so obviously you the struggle with the electric is range so you're gonna go do a demo with electric school bus you may get to a couple of districts and then you gotta take it back and put it on the charger i mean especially if you're coming from 75th north all the way down south to you know chandler or kyrene or mesa or apache junction wherever you end up going so wanted to do something somewhat centrally located or southern central because they had a few school districts over there and uh, dave from chandler actually was one of the people that you know mentioned kind of visit with him about it shout out to dave he was a great host yeah and he he volunteered he said hey why don't you use my facility <laughs> i mean i wasn't gonna ask which they have a wait i heard you ask beautiful I did not facility. Ask. they have a beautiful facility yeah I, yeah about three years old i think I, so I asked Dave, I said, where's a good area down there? Because we kind of want to do it in the Chandler area. That way all the school districts down around there can come and you get Casa Grand and Florence, all those people, and it's somewhat central. But do you have I, what I asked him for? Do you have a nice park somewhere close by, you know, with some shades and places to sit? Like, we want to show this, want to demo it and whatnot. And he came back and said, use it. Come use ours if you're interested. Of course I was. So well, can I ask why you're interested in his facility and not mine? You're too busy with meetings. You're you're too busy in meetings. And well, just, you weren't even going to be said, there. He just said Dave's is a beautiful it's facility. It's the ingress and egress of where he's located. It's pretty beautiful. If Kyrene is top notch. No, it's yes, it is. We'll host the next one. It's yours. I ain't got no room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to answer your phone and your emails so I can ask you those questions. I did. I said I wasn't coming. You told her you weren't coming. That was my RSVP. She's. I relayed the you message. You know what? She's been in my office as many times as you have. Well, I'm sick of getting no for an answer. Keep beating. Uh, the, yeah, keep, I don't think I ask. I just show right, up yeah. like a bad habit. Keep beating the dog, and he just keeps. He walks on by next time. She's I gonna buy office. something for me one of these times. Dump from truck you? or a box truck. I don't need those. You will one day. Right. You wait. I might. Why don't you buy some buses so we can she can start even out all the ones I've helped sell. I'm just kidding. And that's why we hosted this at Chandler. Nice. Shout out to Dave again for nice. buying my products. Anyways, so the anyway, so, was there and so the... we took the, 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 the Green Power Beast and the Green Power Nano Beast, if you will, the small type A. But, uh, yeah, no, we, it was great. They had it set up. They set up tables and chairs. And, and, and him letting us do that, I'm like, I want to do a cookout. I want to do it for your entire department. They Did just, you say cookout? Everybody. Out? A cookout. You from back east? No, a barbecue? Oklahoma. Yeah, a cookout. What do you call it here? Barbecue. That's, it wasn't a barbecue. I didn't barbecue anything. I you, cooked it. You cooked it on the barbecue. Oh Outside. No, Outside. No. Cookout. No, I cooked it on the grill. <laughs> Where are you from? I am Go on. from Arizona. And That's weird. back east, when I visit my son, they say cookout. Because they're called cookouts. You don't, I didn't barbecue anything. A grill. Come back east to answer your question. Yeah, so you. anyway, <laughs> Jesus. Christ. So I, I fixed up some 
Vittlins. Some what do, what do you want to say? Vittles. Vittles. That's from your era, your area. No. Of the yeah, no it was definitely hot dogs and hamburgers. So anyway, so we had everything set up. Hosted their drivers. Had food and drinks and whatnot. Took drives with the the bus around the you know their facility and whatnot. They loved it. You know what was what was cool the seeing the drivers' reactions. You know when they got off. And obviously electric buses are. I I love driving electric bus over diesel all day every day and i drive a diesel truck but soon to it, not be do i soon to not be driving well, a diesel I'll still be, i'm keeping diesel it too. Too. i'm keeping it too sorry well to chad's point sorry getting back on track oh <laughs> let's not get off track the That's time that i i don't know if you were there for this but a driver comes off the bus and the door's open and he points to his buddy over there eating a burger. He's like, have you checked this out? This thing is amazing. So just the the excitement of, you know, them getting to do something that it's not typical every day for them. So. That was my goal. I said, before I retire, I would love to buy an EV bus. I, I, or any, I, I just have to have an electrical one. They drive so. smooth. So we had, we had a good turnout. We had several districts show up so we can... Share it with the whole East yeah, Valley. Yeah, the other school, other, some other districts showed up. Did, did anybody them. from my district represent? No. No, you, they no. apparently were in meetings or they didn't get the invite. <laughs> it's just me. You want to see my calendar? It's crazy. I'm developing curriculum, okay? Pat, Patrick tried to, but he got snowed in and he couldn't make it. Like, he got stuck. He was coming all the way from Flagstaff and he got stuck in a bar ditch. We demoed oh. the heck out of this that Tom almost didn't have enough range to make it home. Wow. Well, yeah. I think there's, again, if it. It was a successful event, so the idea of getting doing maybe some more of these either around Absolutely, the valley yes. or around the state so that people can don't have to necessarily just wait for TAA. I assume that you guys are probably going to be bringing it back up in June, yes? I believe so, yes. So it'll be up there for those that don't get a chance to see it. But I think just some takeaways for me, right, um, even though I did see it last summer, was just, again, I, did, I guess I didn't really realize how – has a kind of a coach feel to it, right? Oh, yeah. It's kind of tall, a little bit taller. Um, but the way, like, the driver area is set up, like, the seating, it seems to be a, a lot, I won't say a lot higher, but a bit higher than, you know. So the bus the, overall exterior measurements is a 12 inches taller than, like, a like a normal, like, our RE, for example, a transit bus. And six inches wider, I believe. So it's a little bit bigger, a little bit wider. But big entranceway, you know, big entryway, wide aisles. It's, it seats up to 91 passengers. Which elementary? It wouldn't seat 91 for me. No, not 91 chats? Not 91 chats, no. God, no. What about 91 Jasons? Probably not 91 uh, Jasons. You get about 87 of you on there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, so I, I believe it's uh, April 18th. The EPA is doing another webinar on the... Funding. The, the funding Round that's coming two. up this time. The yeah. shell has a meeting. She won't make it. <laughs> That's how you're going to be able you're to like fund, a beer. <laughs> you're the last fund time, your EV that way. The last time my bus rep showed up unannounced, I saw him walking and I was in a meeting. And I said, let me go tell him I'm in a meeting. And he said, I go, hey, what are you doing? He goes, I came to get candy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't this one, was it? No. Yeah? No. That's he said, good. I came to get candy. You do store right. pretty good variety. Oh, good yeah, the snacks are top notch. I lost so much notch. weight after leaving Kyrene <laughs> because I wasn't eating all the candy that was available there. Yeah, so. no, she's like, I mean, yeah, she stores uh, some great candy. Can I, I just uh, tell you that around Christmas time, she was like, here, try my peppermint bark. 
I'm like, wow, this tastes a lot like the one I just bought from Costco. Cat's out of the bag. I don't think she made it. That I did not make. She just put it in a Tupperware. Made it look fancy. Everything else I was impressed. Everything else I made. Patrick, are you applying for the EPA grant? Or um, writing your essay, is that? I think there's an essay. Yeah, I, I think I think this time it's a story. Um, so yeah, we're gonna look and see, you know, what that looks like this year as far as the application process. Are you guys um, interested in EV, or would you apply it to more propane in your? Food? No, we're we're interested in, in EV. Um, Can I add a shameless plug that your dealer? can help you with no, that application me, so so i don't know about the other i don't know about the other dealers but you mentioned it it is narrative based right it's more of an essay type based and if you listen to our ev episode a couple episodes ago we discussed that briefly but we at rwc also we have have hired some grant writers that specialize like that's one of their specialties so if you need help give absolutely you know, give that goes for the rest of the me, arizona state yeah, I mean, Michelle, I get, you can too, I guess. If you're not in a meeting, give me. I'm a in a meeting. Do you know anybody can help me though? Next yeah. time, next time you, you come to your office, me. I'm sitting there eating your candy. When you get out of a meeting, you can just holler at me then. You're always sitting in my office eating candy. I'm gonna start hanging out in your office, just eating candy. I thought that was such a good idea it's when I first place. got there. I said I'm just gonna have candy so everybody can come in and get candy. And and for the most part, they do. But I have one. Do you also train. drive a white van? <laughs> <laughs> With blacked out windows. Yes. Just free candy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he comes in every day, and it, that one's a little annoying. Not me. No. Oh, it kind of sounds like you're still talking you, about me. No, 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 no. Somebody a, else. An comes employee. I thought day. it was going to be such a good idea to put candy out because everybody loves candy, right? Some, That's some why people I come more by. than others. Yep. That's why I come by and see you. I know. But there's one employee that comes in <laughs> often. If you start carrying energy drinks, I'll come by every morning, too. <laughs> so so this the, isn't a QT. <laughs> on, the, on the EV thing, Chad was telling me. We're annoying you had, you had got a question or were talking something about, like, battery specking and range. Um, so, the, so, the, you, so the three questions, right? The three main questions I get. Range. Which is? It depends. The, the thing I've came up with, what I've seen, and this is real-world numbers, not what anyone advertises. But if you take, and this excludes Thomas, and they actually advertise less, so this isn't like, you know, anything. But if you take the kilowatt hour of the battery, so you have a 200 kilowatt hour battery in a bus, what we're seeing from customers across the board, except for Thomas, because they advertise less, but if you take 0.64 times that kilowatt hours, that should be the range you get on that bus. You all have your phones in your hands, so I'm assuming you've got your calculator. I'm in a meeting. I'm, I'm sorry. Meeting that right must be the board. <laughs> so nobody. <laughs> so I thought so, No, no, I, I can do it. I thought someone. I <laughs> no, thought no, they I were doing it. 128. But anyway, you lost us. Times that was on 64? Facebook. That's 128. Is it? You're right. Wow. Yeah, I know I'm right. You've already done it. Yeah. It's 200. It's 200 plus 64. You got your. Anyway. You're so dumb, Jason. Jesus. I am very. I told you guys earlier, I'm not going to math. So that's that's a pretty general uh, way to, you know, you we can tell you it's 800 mile range. Well, it's not. Take take the kilowatt hours times the 0.64. And Thomas actually advertises on their website 0.61. So it's 0.61 miles per kilowatt hour. I don't know. Transmission. They have that two-speed transmission, I guess. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But... What we've seen from us, 
Green Power, uh, Bluebird, what I've heard about Lion, it all comes out to around that 0.64. The next one is, everyone talks about longevity. Well, well how long are these batteries going to last? When am I going to have to replace them? Well, so that comes back to chemistry, which isn't talked about much in this industry, but it should be because it's very important. So you have two main batteries, lithium, lithium iron phosphate, and a lithium nickel magnesium cobalt. In the NMC, the nickel magnesium cobalt, used like in a Tesla Plaid, uh, I think like the Hummer EV use it. Um, some of you like your fast ones that want the punch, the heavy, quick punch. So the lithium iron phosphate is used like in the Tesla 3, the Tesla Y, um, the Chevy Bolt. Is it Bolt? Is yeah, what it is? Bolt. Volt or Bolt? I thought it was Bolt. I think anyway. there's a Volt and a Bolt. So the, so the vehicles with... So the vehicles that better range and they're not trying to go zero to 60 in three seconds. That's the one the lithium iron phosphate used it. And the reason for that, because the NMC batteries, like I say, their performance, their like, their power delivery is higher than a lithium iron phosphate. The problem is your cycle life is less. So there, there are 1,000 to 2,000 cycles. So once they're discharged and recharged, that's a cycle. Their cycle life is... 1,000 to 2,000 cycle lives. A lithium iron phosphate doesn't have that punch, but it has a higher cycle life. Two, depending on where you read, two to 4,000. I've been saying around three because, you know, that's the middle range. But you're looking almost double or more cycle life versus nickel, magnesium, cobalt because it doesn't, they can take a full charge and doesn't degradate the battery. It doesn't hurt the battery to set it full charge or to get a full charge the nickel magnesium cobalt it does the biggest issue and then the next question is are these the safe button up bill now the science guy so listen so the next question is are these safe i don't i've seen these cars on the news on the internet they're burning you know what do we how do you get kids off again lithium iron phosphate is the safer one of the safest lithium batteries out there it does not it does it's not going to ignite like that in the the thermal runaway temperature is like 520 degrees, which is extremely high, which means it has to get that hot before anything, you know. Am I boring you? Or? A little bit, yeah. You taking a selfie? No, I was going to text <coughs> something to my girl over there. So, that was funny. So anyway, the lithium iron phosphate <laughs> is considered, and if you do the research, probably the safest or one of the safest batteries for an EV vehicle. Nickel, magnesium, cobalt are the ones that you see fire department is trying to put out extinguish the the tesla plaid that's out there you know screaming on fire so those are things to consider versus just range or even just price so to me i know again it's it's a shameless plug ic uses lithium iron phosphate green power uses lithium iron phosphate one of the other ones does not use lithium iron phosphate if I'm building a school bus, that's the battery I'm using. Because you don't need that punch. You're not trying to go 0 to 60 in 4 seconds. And our buses go 0 to 45 and 15. Don't ask me how I know that. But I know that. I've tested it. Jack can also we be seen ask. with the, the green power bus of the racetrack. <laughs> it's a test track. Test yeah. tracks, right. <laughs> so those are, those are things that further research. Like learn not just the range and 
the question of how long will it last? When are we going to have to replace these expensive batteries? Well, your chemistry dictates that. Your chemistry dictates helps dictate miles. Your chemistry help, helps dictate the life cycle. And your chemistry helps dictate the safety of that battery. Well, I think it's in just in general, right? It's good to start seeing the buses out there. You've got a few districts in Arizona that already have them in their fleet. I think uh, one of the customer districts out in Yuma is getting ready to implement a couple of their EV buses here after spring break. So more and more are coming out and getting out there, right? And I think that, you know, some of those districts are becoming the, quote, pioneers, I guess, if you will. I have, um, I, have, I have three coming in, and I'm actually really excited about getting to train the drivers yeah. on, like, how to drive those and why it's different than diesel. Well, and I think it's going to be good, just the real world, like, the learning that's going to come from it. And I think it's, you know, potentially going to take off quite a bit more, especially for, I think, urban districts where it makes sense, right? Thinking about Kyrene, they have several routes that are right around the yard there that, you know, they probably don't tr travel more than 20 miles a day. So... You know, something like that where it's close to home makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. Again, the affordability is not necessarily quite there, but potentially with the grant monies or, you know, if you can apply for the grant and get that to at least get a portion of the way there, it makes, makes some sense. But, well, yeah, uh, and, and, um, and I've said it before on here, and I'll say it again. The school bus industry, in my opinion, is the perfect application for electric vehicles. Absolute perfect application. More so than personal vehicles, more so than delivery vans, because you dictate the routes. They're back in the yard during the day, typically. They're parked every night. They're parked every weekend. The perfect application. You can dictate how far they go, the mileage they drive. You can stay within that range. And uh, then they can sit outside, keep the AC running in a sped bus, and they're not polluting. Or the heater. For you people from Flagstaff, we, we use air conditioning too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we use air conditioning as well during the summer, so we actually do both. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, awesome. I think since I uh, brought us into this, I'm gonna take us out. I don't know. What do you think, Jason? Yeah, we're at an hour and eight minutes. Hey, that was my next line. Okay. We're You're at an hour hosting. and You're eight minutes. Right. Um, so want to just touch on some closing thoughts and put you guys all on the spot um we're at asbo so what you know is your takeaway from this conference and the classes that we're gonna be in the next couple days um I'll we start have classes you Pat. <laughs> yeah. oh um yeah I, I haven't been to this event in a really 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 long time so um i just looked and saw that it looks like we've got some really good classes for the transportation yeah, track. Full day tomorrow. Um, full day tomorrow. Uh, today was a full day. Um, a lot of it was kind of refresher. I think I was at this this two particular weeks lineup <laughs> oh. uh, two weeks ago. Um, it's good to see it again. But, that, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I, I was kind of in and out. That's the day I had my uh, my my sinkhole uh, event. Uh, so I was a little distracted. So this was a good <laughs> refresher on that. Um, but yeah, the uh, the transportation lineup looks really good. Um, I, you know, sometimes there are classes that just don't seem all that exciting. You know, um, like maybe it's a repeat of something. But th this year definitely is a good lineup. I think. Yeah, Asbo did a good job on setting this up. Chad, what do you? What's your takeaway? What are you looking to get out of this week? Uh, well, I came up here to learn about Synovia. <laughs> <laughs> 
done. I'm done. Some I'm done jerky. for the week now. The pitch has been made. Yeah, I'm ready. DPS will be tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Good. You can bend his ear. About Synovia? No. Nope. SB1630. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Uh, How agenda. quickly he forgot. Yeah, I blocked that out. All right, I'll cover it. Nightmares. Hey, if you guys haven't heard about SB1630, tune in the last episode of Hey Bus Driver Podcast. <laughs> you got it. Is it Hey Bus Driver or The? I'm sorry. It's actually the, the, it's actually hey the first episode of The Bus Driver Podcast. The, oh, <laughs> not even The. The. It's the, the first episode one of The oh, Bus Driver. How many times have you been called Hey Bus Driver? When driving a bus. I've never, never? been called Hey not Bus you. Driver. Not you. You don't oh, drive oh, kids. I said oh, That's Michelle. what every little kid yeah, says. That's oh. the point. That's the hey point Bus Driver. Exactly. So fitting. God, Michelle, I didn't know what that's oh. what that meant. <laughs> this guy, he's fired. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, great, great conference. I didn't know we had classes, so thanks for letting me know that. So. No problem. Okay, the classes I think are more tomorrow. Well, yeah, today um, was pre-con leadership today and was training. Pre-conference, we had something today. I yeah. was in the pool. Oh, we saw it was a little cold. That that yeah, that it picture, was really cold. That picture is circulating too. Extremely cold. <laughs> anyway, Michelle, are you done with your meeting? Can you are you ready? I I'm ready. All right, go ahead. Ask her now. Because what you're is this. your takeaway, ma'am? So my takeaway is a little different this year, as I'm a director and not sure. a um, a supervisor, but. I was also told today that I could attend different classes. Like if there was a class going on on our track, and maybe I've heard it before or I'm, I'm familiar with it, that I can actually attend another one. I wasn't aware of that. So. Yeah, hop around to different tracks, yeah. procurement. You know, you're working on budgets. So that Money might not game, be a yeah. bad one to attend. Yeah, I, I did all that in my previous district, so I don't imagine a lot has changed. But, um, yeah, I'll probably be in a meeting about that tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. So, I guess the final question for you is: I mean, have you completely healed? Like, are you done? Have you moved on? Are you good? Everything good from the breakup? You know, I did ask for one payment, if you will, and he provided that last year. A Lannister always pays his debts. <laughs> he did pay his debt last oh, year. Oh yeah, are we going to talk about this? No, no, no oh, he paid. It's the best kept secret. You told her? Oh. <laughs> well, now Jason, I have to tell somebody. I'm pretty sure I was sight. sabotaged by it. I, I think we cannot I, put that out of the ether. I, Stop. <laughs> I'm going to tell you after because if he gets to tell somebody, I get to tell somebody. Fine. He's a little snaky snake. Mm-hmm. Man. Right. It won't yeah. happen again. Last. <laughs> I asked that guy. And, and, takeaways? and you, Mr. Nelson? Oh, oh. oh we're, we're on to Nelson. Sorry. No, no, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Well, as part of the planning committee for ASBO. Um, Wait, you planned this? Part of it, yeah. Part of the committee. What part? Why do I not know all this stuff? Well, there's things you know. I know, you don't, don't know, know about you. Jason and you don't know Nelson me, is? So. He's like a legend. Uh, yes. From the where? Pa- the. The. the, yeah, the, the hey, trust, Jason Nelson. I'm hey. kidding. The trust was part of the, the planning um, committee for transportation, and so I think that's where Patrick is saying some of you know the things that – maybe feel like they're regurgitated or you know brought back over and over again i think that's part of some of the things that we're looking at right how can we add refresh material um i'm excited to see dps tomorrow you know they're going to present on post accidents which they've already done a couple times since taa um, but they're going to talk about sb 1630 um 
That's probably going to, I think it's in this room, honestly. So it's probably going to be a well-attended class, quite honestly. And probably a lot of people that are not transportation people Definitely are going to be in that class also. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what kind of crowd control, I guess, happens, right? Because I think there's a lot of people just using chat as an example, right? When we talked about this in our last episode, you see him kind of get like, oh, the light bulb turns on or off, and there's going to be people that are like, hey, we're using... I've, I've had several people reach out to me already. Um, we're using these vehicles. Do they? Is there a grandfather period? No, there's not a grandfather period, right? You shouldn't, you shouldn't have never been using them. So... Um, a lot of people struggling to figure out what to do as far as an alternate method of transportation because they've been using 11 to 15 passenger vans. Wait, so. wait, we can't continue to haul our children in those tin cans? No. Oh, damn. Well, that's a bus. It's a tin can, right? I'm glad you it's didn't say which districts reached out. No, no, down. no. There's plenty of them. So, um, But with that being said, you know, I think just really, for me, I love coming to this thing. The networking, the you know, I can't stress it enough that I think this is my 11th or 12th year coming to ASBO. Um, you know, I started as a young Padawan, and I wouldn't say I'm a Jedi. <laughs> now but you're an old? No, what? yeah, a, older Padawan. Padawan. Star Wars reference. Star Wars oh, reference. I've God. never seen one movie. Oh, well, fine. Or For the Empire nerds out there Strikes like me, they'll, whatever they'll that's get called. it. Anyways, but uh, the nerd strike. Magazine, I said? think it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good to see more people getting, uh, I guess, educated on transportation, right? And I think um, I was telling, I don't remember who I was telling earlier this morning, maybe Christian um, from Glendale L, that some of these. They used to be like only 10 to 15 people that would show up for transportation. And today I think we're up close to 50 in this room. So and that's um, just pre-con. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow. Um, obviously, it's a timing issue, but, you know, it's, we'll see. We'll see what we see. But, I hope uh, it's successful as my cookout. Oh, I was going to say your visit demo. to the pool. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. for those of the so to clarify because I'm learning this for the first time today, Jason <laughs> helped plan ASBO and he also works for the trust. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, and you They're a trusted are, you partner. are you are a guest on the Bus Driver Podcast and you host the, the Hey, hey Bus, Bus Driver, Driver Podcast. Podcast. The okay. Hey Bus Driver Podcast. <laughs> the hey Bus Driver. Oh, okay. Like the Ohio State University. Oh. Yeah. So Okay. All right, but that's all I got. So yeah, so everybody, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we look forward to hearing some feedback from you um, and join us again. Thanks. See you guys later. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Hey Bus Driver. Thanks for being part of our community. If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off. <laughs>